This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mr. Hurley, we've never met before. Frank J. Hurley, he currently owns the Jacobs Cave. And uh, the history behind this cave is just pretty uh, interesting. Yeah, his family's owned it since 1965, but it was discovered in like 1875 by a guy named Jacob Craycraft. And like they've, it's a full mile long, like they've got it all patterned out walkways like the whole like it's amazing and then you get the 223 acres of land around it plus you get the four bedroom house and the work shed and all that stuff see it's 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 and he's just getting to a place where he doesn't want to run anymore i guess that's it yeah and he's he's 89 years old so he uh if he has trouble here and you just just go again our next guest has been making headlines after listing his four-bedroom, four-bathroom Versailles, Missouri home, with its biggest selling point being an underground cave, boasting the world's largest geode, and it can be yours for just over $3 million. Please welcome Frank Hurley. Mr. Frank Hurley, how are you, Frank? Yes, fine. Fine, thank you for coming by the show today. I appreciate you. Well... I've been talking to people for 65 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's when your family got this cave 65 years ago. Or, I'm sorry, in 1965. And uh, and this has been a part of your life for a really long time. You've been running this and giving tours of this beautiful cave down in Missouri for, for all of these years. And you're just ready to let it go? Well, I'm getting too old. Of my, the, I think the way to, when I kick the bucket... Uh, or turn my chips in, or you want to call it. Uh, it'd be yeah. easy to divide it up in like uh, shares and investments rather than uh, who's going to take the cave over and run it and who's going to uh, be there part-time and don't want anything to do with it and all that, you know, the family squabble. Well, if I were you, I would sell it, take all that money, go to Las Vegas and have the best time ever. I've been to Las Vegas one time, and I wouldn't go back. <laughs> yeah, it can be like that, sir. It can be like that. You why? You're down in Versailles, Missouri. We ride through there all the time uh, on the way down into Arkansas, too, on motorcycles. That's a beautiful country. Where are you going to live if you sell this this cave and you make this 3.5? Well, I can live around here. I've been here for quite a while. I can go back to northwest Iowa where I was. Hatched out. <laughs> What's your best memory of having this cave and owning it, Frank? Well, I don't know if there's any special time. Just uh, the amount of people that went through it. and You get from 
I say poor people to millionaires and just all variety of people, foreign countries and just a whole variety of people. Why do you think we love this so much? Because you're right, to everybody, from poor people to millionaires, from little kids to grown-ups, to, from men to women, we love it, don't we? We love the idea of these caves. Yeah, they're kind of unique in a way. Sure. Uh, you just don't find them just all over the country. No, there, there's something very magical about them. Well, it's got a great geology to understand caves and that the type of ground and type of uh, subsoil or rock underneath and all that to all be taken into consideration. Well, what were you before you had this cave? I mean, this this probably wasn't what you wanted as a child, was it? Or did you grow up wanting to become uh, a cave owner and a geologist? No, I was raised up on a farm, and I uh, uh, bought me a, I was farming when I was eight, 14 years old. And uh, my brother died together, and when I got drafted into the Army, I sold my share of stuff to my brother for $10,000. And um, and then you came back, and then how did you end up with the uh, the cave? Tell me that story. Well, my wife left me four kids to raise, and I was uh, farming 500 acres of ground, and milking 46 head of milk cows and doing custom farming. And there's no way I could do all of that and take care of my kids. First, my first priority was to raise my children. Right. And you're doing it as a single father. Right. And so you thought this cave comes up for, for, for sale, and you saw the potential. You thought, I think I could make money with this. Well, I thought I could make a living with it. Which is a, you know, that's a gamble, right? I mean, you're down in the middle of Missouri. Maybe people will come. Maybe they won't. And and so was the cave ready to go when you bought it? Or was uh, did you have to do all the construction work? Now, it was already a commercial venture that, that, at that time. And so they were selling it. But wouldn't somebody sell it because they couldn't make it work? Or did they think it was just they'd made enough money and they were ready to go? Well, I don't know for sure. There's uh, one man owned it, and he had a girlfriend that run it for him. And he come down on we had two businesses in Kansas City, and he would be up there during the week, come down weekends and help her. And, and I don't know just what they had for sale. So wow, I mean, but that's I guess it made a profit or something when they sold it to me. Well, I mean, Frank, that's really. I mean that is an amazing thing. You think your your knowledge is farming. You you know farming and you know you know cattle, and so you right. have a you have a chance to have this this cave. And a lot of people that's a pretty big jump. I mean that's a that's a uh, you know a single father with four kids. You got to make this money. That's a that's that's all chips are in. I mean that had to take everything that you had to, to buy this. Right. And uh, was it, it had to be scary? Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was a gamble. And, and I guess I come out all right. I guess you did. Still here. I guess you are. You're <laughs> still here, and uh, and you're asking for three point four million, which you'll get. And in your wildest dreams, did you ever think that one day maybe I'll sell this cave? I mean, in, th- in those years, I mean, the idea of three and a half million dollars. 
Well, that's what everybody, you know, the realtors and stuff says worth. Mm-hmm. But could you have ever imagined that it would become worth that? No, I didn't. No. No, it's not, that's, uh, that's not too bad for a single father raising four kids, a farmer who took a chance on a big hole in the ground. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's uh, really something. Well, it's different anyway. Yeah, well... Uh, you know, to me, I feel like I don't I don't know you, but to make it work for this long and to have people come to you, you're in the feel good business, right? You when people come, they know that you can explain it, you can give the tour, and they feel good about making that trip to your cave and paying the money to see it. And ultimately you must have done an incredibly good job with it. Well, I tried. We uh give a good tour, we got a pretty one of the better caves in the in Missouri, probably one of the better caves in the United States. There's caves a lot bigger and uh, got a lot more stuff to them. But uh, this is the Lake of the Ozarks, and they got a lot of tourists come down here. And sure, you, did I you... guess they get a, get good reviews, so they could come back and see it again. See, I would have liked to have gotten a tour of it from you. I uh, I think you know every inch of it, and. Um... And, and did you ever find anything inside of it, like a, a human remains or something from a war or Indians or, 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 or anything worth anything? Did you ever find anything you were surprised by? Well, yes, there's a lot of uh, ancient writings on the walls, and we don't uh, propagate that because we'd have to put up special lights and platforms and stuff for people to, to look at the deal, and they couldn't tell nothing except scratch marks what they was. Wow. We have a lot of uh, writings on the walls. Wow. It's crashed into the limestone. you got to get the light just the right direction to see it. Wow. And what do you think? Does anybody tell you where that, what it came from, what time period? Well, not exactly. Uh, so there's still mysteries to be solved down there. There's still areas and and with caves sometimes there's another chamber even further just through another wall aren't there like it's possible there's even more down there well it's kind of like a stream underground and your water was trying to drain away and the acid in the water rainwater dissolved the caves out of the limestone and uh fascinating they're just like a, a branch of a tree or something, you might say. Their roots mm-hmm. go out and they come and get the bigger and bigger and bigger. Wow. Wow. It's are you gonna miss this, Frank? Like if you you sell this, you move away. Like what will you do with your life? Like what will you do with your days? Will you fish? Will you hunt? What you know, what will you do to keep yourself occupied? I'd try travel. Good for you. Yes. Where do you want to go first? Well, I've been pretty well over the United States. I'd probably go back east and start tracing my family history out. Really? That sounds that sounds fascinating. Where did it start? Well, I've got history. You can get, find history books about it. Uh, my family clear back. First Queen Elizabeth. No kidding. Man, I, what an interesting guy you are. You are. Uh... I think you have a lot more to live for. A lot of, a lot. I think you've got a lot of years to go discover some stuff, man. What about traveling out of the country? Would you go anywhere you'd like to go? Well, I've been to Europe. It, it would be fun to go back to 
they're going to have a uh, the Worldwide Cave Association meeting in France next year. It'll be interesting to go to that. Yeah, you know what? I hope you get to go. I really do. I hope you get to go to that. Listen, I, uh, if anybody wants to buy this, anybody listening, the list, it's on Zillow. It's uh, 3.4, 223 acres of land and the four-bedroom, the house, and the workshed, and the cave, so the tourist attraction. So it makes money. And, uh, man, I, 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 uh, how do you think you're going to feel when you, when you leave? Will you be terribly sad, or are you really ready to go? Well, I'd feel sad about it, you know, being here that long, you know. Yeah. Uh, you just more or less be able to decide what frame of mind you're going to have. And uh, if you want to travel, why? I'll have to have some point of uh, coming back and, and wash my laundry and all of that and just take off again. Yeah. Hey, listen, and here's the one thing I've learned about traveling, Frank, is there's a laundromat everywhere I go. I'll just, you could just keep on going and washing your clothes and keep on going. Yeah, that's right. Yep. All right, listen, I sure do appreciate you, Mr. Hurley. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk to us about it, and uh, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Well, I enjoyed talking to you. Yes, sir. Now, one, one last thing. I'm the oldest caveman in the state of Missouri and third for the oldest in the United States. That's fantastic. Fantastic, man. Congratulations, and, uh, and I hope that you live the best life ever and you go travel and you see everything that you want to see. Well, I appreciate that remark. I, just, I think that's great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Take care of yourself. Hold on. That's life. He's not done getting it. That's life. But, dude, I, and, and because guys like him, they don't... They, they don't uh, self-aggrandize. What he did to go from a farmer, his wife left him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got four kids. And you're talking, you know, a long time ago. In yeah. the middle of goddamn nowhere, Missouri. Yeah. After you've served in the war and you got these kids and you're like, what do I do? That dude's selling a cave. You're a crazy person. That's you're a, you're, there's no internet. There's no, there's no marketing. There's no way to let people know. Where you are, they have to go by a billboard to even know that there's a cave, or somebody had to have seen it and carried it home with them. Yeah, you understand what and, I'm saying? Like it, you're talking about an impossible dream, as crazy as it sounds now, because it's worth three and a half million. To have the stones at that time, and to tell another person in your life, "Hey, I know I got this and this going on. I'm thinking about buying this cave, and I'm going to sit here by the entrance of it and wait for someone to ask me to go in, and <laughs> they're going to charge money. Like you're in the middle of nowhere." Nowhere. But how many of us have driven down to that area of nowhere yeah. and gone into those type of places? But, I mean, you think about in the year, though, that, oh, back yeah. then. I mean, the, the lack of travel back then. The, the, the people didn't, you know, the, the interstates were completely different then. Yeah. Well, it's, the other part I love about him, too, is, and I'm, I mean, he's in, he's 89, and my dad's in his 80s, but he has that same, the same work ethic, the same... Because when uh, I got him on hold, I was just chit-chatting with him, and I was like, do you watch that football game yesterday? Because I figure he might be a Chiefs fan being in mm-hmm. the same state and all that. And he goes, no. 
I didn't watch a football game. I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh, I didn't know if you're a Chiefs fan if you got to guess. No, I own a cave. I had to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's my dad. That's completely my dad. Yeah. Like, no, I, I got a job. I that's what I do. I went to Vegas once. I wouldn't go back. Okie <laughs> <laughs> doke. Something tells me if you went with a couple million bucks in your pocket, it might be a different experience, my friend. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive of insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.